Start selling on Shopify today. Go to shopify.com slash CNN for a $1 per month trial. Hey, everyone. I'm David Chalian, the CNN political director. This is the CNN political briefing. Here's what you need to know in politics for Monday, March 20th. It is a real possibility that Donald Trump could make history this week by being the first former president of the United States to ever be indicted and arrested. By the way, just a reminder, he's also the leading contender for the 2024 Republican presidential nomination. If you take Donald Trump at his word, he expects to be arrested tomorrow in this case of the hush money paid to the porn star that is some seven plus years old now, but continuing to hover over former President Donald Trump. Now, even Donald Trump's team says that they don't have actual information about when or if an indictment is going to occur. So why all this anticipation that that could be coming? Well, prosecutors recently asked Donald Trump to appear before the grand jury investigating this matter of the payment to adult film star Stormy Daniels for her silence. And that sends a message to basically any legal observer has said this to a target of an investigation that things are coming to a head. Now, Donald Trump and his team have made clear that the former president has no intention to appear before this grand jury, despite that invitation from the Manhattan District Attorney's Office. In addition to saying that he expected to be arrested on Tuesday, Donald Trump over the weekend posted to his social media platform, Truth Social, calling on people to, quote, protest, take our nation back. And it's important to note here that Donald Trump has repeatedly denied any wrongdoing in this case, as well as denied any affair with Stormy Daniels. So as many of you listening to the podcast may recall, this case revolves around whether or not Trump illegally covered up a $130,000 payment made by his former lawyer fixer Michael Cohen to Stormy Daniels to keep their alleged affair quiet. Cohen went to prison for crimes that included campaign finance violations for the payments to Daniels. Now, hush money payments in and of themselves are not necessarily illegal. But this case is focused on whether Trump broke campaign finance laws in the way he repaid Cohen. Prosecutors are considering whether to charge Trump with falsifying the Trump organization's business records when he repaid Cohen by logging Cohen's reimbursement as, quote, legal fees. Falsifying business records in New York is a misdemeanor, not a felony. But prosecutors are also deciding whether to charge Trump with falsifying records with the intent to commit a crime or conceal a crime. And that would be a felony. Michael Cohen himself has been a key witness in this case. At the end of the day, Donald Trump needs to be held accountable for his dirty deeds if, in fact, that's the way that the facts play out. He's met with the DA's office 20 times and the grand jury twice last week. Cohen's former legal advisor, a gentleman by the name of Robert Costello, had been called to appear before the grand jury today at the request of Donald Trump's team. Costello is reportedly there 
to discredit Cohen as a witness. As for Trump's call for protest, well, that obviously raises some security concerns in New York and Washington and perhaps elsewhere. The Capitol Police sees no current threat to the U.S. Capitol. That's according to a department intelligence assessment obtained by CNN. And CNN observed the New York Police Department installing security cameras on light posts outside of Manhattan Courthouse and placing barricades around the perimeter. But as we await some legal outcome in this case, it was the politics that dominated this story today. That included the reaction from many Republicans who are rallying around the former president in this moment. And that includes Republicans who serve on Capitol Hill to his fellow Republican presidential candidates or potential candidates in the 2024 race. Listen to Speaker McCarthy at the House Republican policy retreat in Orlando yesterday. You can go through law after lawyer after lawyer after lawyer will tell you this is the weakest case out there. It doesn't matter if this was President Trump or if this was a Democrat. It should be equal justice in America. And today, three key Republican House chairmen called for testimony from Manhattan DA Alvin Bragg. The chairman of the Judiciary, House Oversight and House Administration Committees said in a letter to Bragg today that they intend to investigate whether Bragg and his office used federal public safety funds in its grand jury investigation. On Fox News today, Jim Jordan accused New York prosecutors of taking up the case because Trump is running for president. President Trump announced he was going to run for president again. And suddenly here they go. Now they're coming after him for some alleged bookkeeping error. You've got to be kidding me. So uh, we we want to know what kind of federal involvement may have may have taken place. Now, Trump and his team believe they may benefit from an indictment politically in the short run that there may be a rallying effect. And in fact, they were daring their rivals in the presidential race to get on board with defending Trump by putting out press releases indicating that they're tracking who said what. And as of this morning, Trump's allies were still going after Ron DeSantis for his silence on this matter. Well, no longer. Trump's chief rival, potential rival, he's not in the race yet, in the 2024 race, Florida Governor Ron DeSantis did indeed address a question about this today. But listen to how he takes a dig at Trump before he takes on the New York prosecutors. I don't know what goes into paying hush money to a porn star to to secure silence over some type of alleged affair. I just I can't speak to that. But what I can speak to is that if you have a prosecutor who is ignoring crimes happening every single day in his jurisdiction, and he chooses to go back many, many years ago uh, to try to use something about porn star hush money payments, you know, that's an example of pursuing a political agenda and weaponizing the office. Probably not the fulsome defense that Team Trump was looking for from Ron DeSantis. Here's Trump's former vice president, Mike Pence, who you know has broken from Trump on things related to January 6th. But here he's in lockstep with his former boss. Listen to Pence on ABC yesterday. I just feel like it's just not what the American people want to see. The American people are anxious about the future. And uh, here we go again, back into another politically charged prosecution directed at the former president of the United States. 
And listen to Governor Chris Sununu of New Hampshire, who's not from the Trump wing of the Republican Party at all, still criticize this prosecution. He was on CNN yesterday. I think it's building a lot of sympathy uh, for the former president. I think the fact that I was with coffee this morning with some folks and, and there's every, not none of them were, were big Trump supporters, but they all said, uh, you know, they felt like he was being attacked. And it does drastically change the paradigm as we go into the 24 election. So while Trump and his team are keenly aware that an indictment could in the long run damage Trump's overall standing with the American people broadly, they are working overtime to try and turn it into a political advantage in the midst of his Republican primary fight right now. And at the moment, Republicans seem to be answering that call. That's it for today's political briefing. Thanks so much for listening. And if you like the show, please consider rating and reviewing us on Apple Podcasts. We'll talk to you tomorrow.